but we're gonna make you happy. <laughs> listen, listen. The only reason why I have this background is because look. Oh my god. Okay, sneak peek, sneak peek, sneak peek. Okay, okay. How do you change? Uh, uh. Okay, if I do none, do you see this? Wow, you just right? changed your living room. <laughs> so I will show that. And by the way, if you guys are watching on YouTube, I'm wearing my BTS tiny, tiny tan shirt. They're so cute. And the only reason why I'm, uh, I'm wearing this t-shirt right now is because um, BTS is having a virtual concert yet again. So, hey, I missed last night. It's okay. I missed day one, but that's okay. We got day two. So let's go. I got my tickets for day two. So <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Hey. Hi, everyone. How you doing? Hey. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Geek Pod. We are two geeky ladies talking about issues in our lives. Relationships and gossip. <laughs> and occasional politics all while geeking and having fun. Let's geek. Oh, what so a mess. as you can see, we're off right now at this point. But whoever is clicking on us, whether it be on the podcast, whether it be right on YouTube or whichever streaming platform, we thank you so much. For the new people, whatever reason you clicked on us, we hope you keep clicking on us and we love you so much. And to those who are still listening to us, thank you! And tell everybody and your mom about the podcast, all right? And get your swimsuits 15% off. Like I tell you, help me help you, I got you. So for oh, yeah. new people listening, <laughs> we always pick a topic, we geek about a topic, and behind that topic, we talk about, you know, just how it relates to issues in our lives, relationship, you know, put a little bit of gossip in it. And every once in a while in the episode, we could get political. So it's not every episode. And what's our topic, Yasmin? Oh my goodness. Everything and anything. Honestly, I've been enjoying my time because in the middle of us recording this, actually, we are in the middle of E3 Summer Game Fest. So, you know, I'm up in there, like... <laughs> so, we geeking on video games today. A little bit, a little hey, bit. Yeah, I can't wait to go through memory lane right? with this. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So, you know how all of this started? Because remember I was talking to you about, oh my goodness, we're, we're probably going to be bouncing back and forth a little bit. So, do you remember how, like, a couple of days ago, I told you I went over to the Nintendo eShop, and then I, yes. was, I was like going on this rampage of like looking at games for sale and i was like they literally range from between or at least the ones i bought between uh like 14 dollars to one dollar and i was just like okay i was scrolling through all the one dollar yeah they were all on sale i was like okay i was i don't even play platformers i went ahead and bought it because i was just like it's only a dollar i might as well try out some of these indie games which by the way the indie games on some of the the on the Nintendo eShop, really great. But do you remember how I told you the other night? So I started playing South Park: The Stick of Truth. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I haven't played that since like it like uh, since the Fracture Butthole dropped for the PlayStation Four like what three years ago. Well, one of the things that I actually do appreciate about it. 
for the gameplay of the South Park game is the fact that it's set up like an actual episode yes, <laughs> of South Park. Yes, yes. I've always enjoyed that. <laughs> yes, and you know what's funny? If you go over to YouTube, um, there's somebody who made a compilation of the uh, cutscenes and made it into a whole movie. And so you, yes, you can watch that. Um, I've seen the Stick of Truth. I don't know if they've done it for um, the Fractured Butthole, but such a funny title so i became reminiscing and uh, i know we're diverting a little bit but still part of video games do you remember how a couple of days ago i told you i was in the middle of like wanting the itch or the urge to watch a couple of south park episodes and by the way you and i we had no business watching south park as young as we were i was watching south park when i was nine (laughs) (laughs) I should not, well, te- technically, I was watching it when I was, like, 11. Let me not mm-hmm. exaggerate. About uh, at the age of 11, I was watching it. I mean, no, say nine-ish, but. <laughs> 11 years old. I was sneak watching that because my mother was not trying it. <laughs> For real. And I, re- the, dude, and I remember that, like, our parents, like, you and I talked about this. Our parents were very similar, just like any other parent. Hated it. They were like. Yep, they were like, nope, nope, you can't watch this. Why are you watching this? And I remember it, they came on, like, what, maybe, like, 10-ish, and then they finally pushed it back, and so I just waited till my parents went to sleep, and like, I started watching a couple of episodes. But the one that made me laugh, and I think it's one of my favorites right now, currently, anybody can tweet at us, what is your favorite South Park episode? But the one that made me really laugh is, do you remember how I told you? Or, no, 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 we watched it together, when Butters became a pimp? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that, oh my God, that crap. You know up. what I am saying. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, what is that blonde chick's name? He was like, oh, he was like reading like what a bottom bitch is and all this stuff. And he was like, he was wasn't like, it oh. Cindy or something? Yeah, he you're was like, a oh, Cindy. Cindy. You're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And then when they went to the convention, when, when Butters went to the convention, that was hilarious. Like, he had I, no I, business. No business. Tie and everything. And I was just like, oh my goodness. Poor Butters. I said, like, he don't know. I can say one of my favorite episodes is the Cesar Romero episode which is the dog whisperer. It is hilarious, Yasmin. You still have to watch that episode. It is hilarious because Cartman's acting out again and everything to control him doesn't work. So out of desperation, they get the uh, dog whisperer, Cesar Romero. I'm sorry, Cesar Romano. Oh, Lord. is Mr. Cesar. I'm so sorry. Mr. Cesar. I just know it's Mr. Cesar, but... Mm -hmm. He basically was able to whip Cartman, and it's the funniest thing ever. He's training Cartman like a dog, literally. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I think I saw, like, I recently was watching, like, highlight clips of, like... uh, And he goes... (laughs) 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 No, Cartman out. No, they took Cartman out. uh, Yes, they took Cartman (laughs) to, uh, what is it, like, a dog walk or something like that. And then Cartman's like, hey, this is embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, oh, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. I think he came in as a last resort or something because Mm -hmm. um, the mom had hired 
uh do you remember how like on the i think it was on the british channel when they had the nanny come in and help yeah the and then yeah they had like the nanny cut like cartman's mom had the nanny come in and help her out that didn't work because cartman's like Mm-mm, i i ain't doing this with you yeah that was funny i didn't know that the whole dog walking with cartman was that episode you're talking about yeah <laughs> i, I enjoyed it Last night you were telling me about um, I didn't know this it, um, the musical when Randy took oh, the mom yeah. the South Park episode where he um, Randy kept taking Sharon to all these musicals because there was like these undertones telling the wives to like put it down on their husbands after the show was over mm-hmm. and it was like the funniest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh my goodness. I feel like there's so many episodes I didn't get to watch and stuff like that. So it was nice to kind of reminisce. So the game kind of put me in that mode of reminiscing. And honestly, The Sick of Truth was actually a really nice turn-based game. Like, it was funny. It was vulgar. Like, you know, it had uh, it had all the elements of a South Park game. Absolutely. Like for us, <laughs> it's just funny. I am so sorry. South Park is just hilarious. Yes, yeah. It's like, like, hey guys, <laughs> we're gonna help me like take out my mom. He was like, this is what we're gonna do. You get the body, <laughs> you get the weapon. And at the end, we're gonna blame Token. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me stop. there's some things that i watch on the show i feel like it's funny i know i shouldn't be laughing at it but it's just like oh my god we gotta laugh at something man because everybody too sensitive we gotta laugh at something like you know as long as you're laughing at yourself i think that's what matters but um another thing we were talking about is of course holograms because you know we can can we i'll admit it i have not seen season two of you know selena the series yet especially since we covered it last season we are going to watch that you know soon and give our opinion on it but you know it's mixed reviews that's the best thing we can say about the selena movie it's mixed reviews and then of course there's that article that you discovered has been on netflix where oh yeah the creators and producers and crew on the show are saying the reason why Selena the series is the way it was is because Netflix wasn't giving them the budget to put on a, you know, a good show. <laughs> and you could totally tell, like, you see them wigs? Like, come yeah, on, Yeah, if you head over to our uh, Twitter account, I, um, what's it called? I retweeted the article and the article was, um, the title's a little bit misleading, but I get the idea, which they say um, it was by the Los Angeles Times. Selena Ryder says Netflix series disrespected the singer, Dash and staff. And it pretty much just talks about how, like, the crunch time of them writing each episode. So it was like, what, a total of 18 episodes trying to be done within 20 weeks. That was impossible, so they extended it for four months. This is based on the article, and that they were underpaid. And according to um, the Writers Guild of America, they were like, that is very unacceptable. Which anything, anybody should already know, any project that is rushed, it's never going to be good. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm glad that there are people who like the series and you should respect the people who don't like the series. You know, again, like I don't condone or approve any trash talking to people, you know, amongst each other. But if a person is saying, you know, like they really hate the series, respect them. If they say they like the series, respect mm. them, you know, keep it mutual, guys. Keep it cute. That's all I'm saying. But I was just like reading that article. Um, by the way, I should note that the article goes ahead and, and talks about, uh, you know, writers in, in the Hollywood industry and how, like, you can't find a lot of Latinos, Latinas, Latinx people um, to be staffed. It's specifically, this one is only talking about in the writing staff, you know, in the television um, industry, period. So, and then there uh, was, oh, sorry. So yeah, yeah. And I just do want to note to people, and so they are aware, they don't go into full details about, like, behind the scenes of Selena the series, so that's why I say it's misleading. It just only talks about, um, you know, the timing of the writing and how long they had. They didn't go as far as to details on how they were, you know, in terms of, like, detailed how they were treated. It was more of, like, a broad term. Yeah. Or at least that's how I interpreted it. I do know that that article that you had shown me, one of the things that was kind of, you know, shady was the fact that apparently Selena the series was marketed as just like a Latin TV show when it should have been oh, yeah. a like international like mm -hmm. thing. So that could be also another reason why the budget was that small. This is just my own theory, just putting two and two together because they really, did, they really didn't invest in this at all. Yeah. And I, oh, sorry. Uh, I was just trying to see. Um, I think they said that, yeah, here it is. Um, the episodes for Selena, the series, was well under two million per episode, um, according to multiple sources, um, for a period drama with specific costume, makeup, and set needs. Um, yeah. By compare, okay, and then they said the crown by comparison costs reportedly of 13 million per episode at launch. So, uh, Selena viewers criticized the series of uh, apparent budgety limitation on social media. So, and where was the source from one more time? Oh, this is Los Angeles Times. Yeah, Los Angeles Times. And I remember seeing, I don't know if it was in that article or maybe it was just on the internet. When they were talking about seeing the series, there was one person that said the gist of, at this rate, this is like, this is not a good show. At this rate, I think the only person that can tell and do a show accurately about Selena is Chris. <laughs> like at this point. Oh, and I thought about yeah. it and I was like, I actually agree with this. I said that it, it's, you know, shade. I feel like it's very shady to say this, but I really do think her husband would come up with a genuine story <laughs> that's very accurate about her. It's a shame yeah, we never because... got that, you know, TV show about his life with her that, you know, the family shut down. Yeah. But, you know... It is what it is. Yeah, no, I do agree with you. And it's a shame that we would never get a Chris and Selena story. Um, and don't, please, guys, I'm, I'm not going to lie. What, whatever Selena's series is doing, mm -mm, no, no. That's honestly a perspective of somebody else in terms of their relationship. Um, somebody, I think somebody online was saying, oh, this seems like, uh, I think we talked about this before when people were saying that um, Selena the series uh, seemed like a mock-up of the movie. 
Do you remember that expression? Yes. What? I say, you remember that like express, well, not expression, that um, similarity I made yesterday when I was saying like, even though we should not expect Selena the series to be Selena the movie, which is completely unrelated. So I will say it is kind of disrespectful for people to bring up the movie when the movie is not even affiliated with the Netflix show. The um, thing that seemed weird about it, it looked like Miss Christina playing J-Lo, playing Selena while she's playing J-Lo. it's almost like a ripple effect in a movie so once again Mm -hmm. it's like seeing this Christina who plays you know Netflix um Selena portraying herself in a biopic for J-Lo's life as J-Lo's playing Selena as Selena is coming back to Miss Christina you get what I'm trying to say yeah yeah I get it yeah Mm -hmm. like it's just Mm -hmm. weird it's watching her watching yeah. you know like it's weird but <laughs> yeah, no but you know what you you are not the only person who thought that <clears throat> there's multiple people who who truly believe that mm-hmm. but getting back into the whole hologram idea oh yes were, uh, yeah you and I were actually talking about it and uh I think you said and guys tweet us out if you want or like hit us up on Instagram let us know what you personally think uh hologram for uh celebrity yay or nay um I think actually I would say holograms in general oh really yeah because you know oh god oh my god the internet's gonna get me for this what about that that um oh gosh we talked about her what two episodes ago that hologram that uh performed with uh I mean is she really a hologram I don't know uh with Lady Gaga do you remember? Oh, Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, Lady Gaga. No, yeah, the that... performance of Christina Aguilera, and then Christina did the thing with Whitney. La- I said Lady Gaga. Yeah. Really? Oh, like... I didn't. I didn't see that. No, you're t- we were okay. talking about the Lady Gaga and the the person with the blue hair. Oh, um, Hatsumiku. Yes. Oh, yes. The anime, I mean, yes, the yes, anime yes, pop yes. star. I couldn't like, remember that. I'm sorry. I couldn't remember the name. But technically, wouldn't that fall? I mean, no, it's not really hologram. No, because like, it's a, it's an anime character. That's like, you know, same it's Pikachu. It's still not real and non-existent. Like, you know what I mean? Anyways, so. I don't, I don't I count that. No? I don't count okay. that. Oh, like, it's a hologram, but I don't really count that as something that's like, you know, really? ah, interesting or just, I, so I guess you could say, if you remember the whole thing that I have against holograms is how creepy they become after a while. Because remember, I told you the first time I ever saw these hologram things, the, my experience was the Tupac hologram at Coachella. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. was so mesmerized. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so Tupac, the movements, even the way he's speaking to Snoop in this, like, this is crazy. I had chills. Yeah. And then, of course, my mind started to change when I saw the Michael Jackson one for, I think it was supposed to be the something, the Billboard Awards it was or so, one of these award shows. Yeah, yeah. 
I, and, I honestly can't remember. Yeah, it was about like a year after Michael Jackson had died, I believe. And they had this hologram of Michael Jackson performing and dancing. And I was just like, no, this is not for me. I feel like I'm watching Michael Jackson as a video game perform for me. And I don't like this because mm -hmm. it brings away the essence of Michael. Kind of like, I didn't feel that when I saw the Tupac one, but I didn't get that from the same feeling I got from the Tupac one. I didn't get it from Michael. And then on top of that, to see the one with Christina Aguilera and Whitney Houston, which never aired, you could still, you could actually find that on YouTube. It just never aired because of backlash. Of course, for some people not to reach or anything, looking at it, they're going to be like, oh, what's wrong with this? It's not that bad. Like, what's everybody tripping about? One, it's not really Whitney. Does it look like Whitney? Yes, it's not Whitney. Is the voice, you know, pretty good? It's just the issue, I would say as a fan, the performance was not Whitney. And then on yeah. top of that, this this Whitney was too skinny. It's like they took 1980s Whitney, I'm assuming, to have her sing currently. It doesn't even look like the current Whitney Houston. And that was another, you know, thing that was kind of weird about it. So they ended up, you know, cutting it out and I think Christina Aguilera was singing it like solo if I remember but this was this was so many years ago so I, I just don't know how I feel because Yasmin you know with holograms if you got money and I mean you got money 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 like millionaire billionaire good money mm -hmm. you can actually buy and design a hologram for yourself for a loved one it's mm -hmm. a lot of money Yasmin but it can be done well and you know I, so in but in conclusion you you are not for holograms right no like think about I it feel this like, mm -hmm. okay because i feel like i am okay with it depending on the situation for example if it's for uh, you know um getting back with selena if it's selena's 30th anniversary death and you do a one day or like something like I don't want I don't want to say the Grammys or like a special event type thing. I don't know if it works well, Coachella. Somewhere you know what I mean. A one day event where we get to experience her performance. You know, from um, from that, I would say that to me would make sense. You know what I'm saying? People mm -hmm. can disagree, which is fine, which is fine. But if we were to do a hologram. You know, for example, they did one of uh, Jenny Rivera. I actually pulled it up right here. Um, I'll probably post it on, over on our Instagram. Uh, the fans were surprised with a performance of a hologram of uh, Jenny Rivera. I don't know if this was good or not, but this is what I mean. Like, do it for a special event. Yeah. With a good cause behind it. Now, oh my God, please. I'm not trying to give the Quintanillas another idea, but that is what I'm saying. I know they entertained the idea. And if I remember correctly, I think they already did one, right? Doing see. a Selena concert with the hologram. And I already told you from the jump, I was like, <laughs> no, not for me. I said, I just don't know. And there's a rumor that Aaliyah's family was thinking of doing something like that too, a concert with Aaliyah's hologram. And I'm just like, I don't know. I just don't know. But I'm not going to lie. I have seen some hologram performances that have impressed me. Like there was one that my mom had told me about where, and actually you, this is one that could also be looked up where it's 
Nat King Cole singing with Natalie Cole and, you know, rest in peace to both of them now since Natalie Cole died, I think two or three years ago now, but it was her performing with her father's hologram. And it was just so, yeah, it almost got me in my feelings because they were singing Unforgettable and it was just so beautiful. And I was just like, oh, but. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I found it over here. Okay, I thought it was a thing. So yes, um, they announced the project back in 2015. Of course, the idea has been canceled because uh, what they quoted is they were asking fans for money. He expressed, I, I don't know if he means the father, expressed to vis visitors on the Selena Q uh, radio chat room. So, um, but it seems like they played with the idea back and forth since then, because um, I, I believe a couple of articles came out about it, but um, I would find it interesting. Would I pay to go see it? Probably not. And like I said, like showing a hologram like, uh, the, like they did with Tupac at the uh, Coachella, I think that was fine. It's, it's a multi-concert, you know what I mean? Oh, you should live stream it though. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's what they did with the uh, Coachella. For those who can't make it, they they would have this live stream. Uh, they did it what? Not the hologram part, but um, Coachella. They did it. What was it? Last year or the year before? Something that's like that. Nice. I don't remember. But yeah, I just remember it was on my like YouTube. You know how when you go into yeah. the live recommendation, yeah, stuff like that. So I don't know, think I mind it. Sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> All I was going to say is I don't think I mind it as long as there is a positive intention behind it. That's just my opinion on that. All right. And then another random note. Let's move to hair care. This is so random. So please go to my Snapchat. Actually, random? no, not Snapchat. Because please I go to Let's Speak TikTok. I Thank am totally you. talking over you. I am so sorry. <laughs> No, no, thank you, though. Shout no, out. Seriously. Seriously. Mm -hmm. No, because I saw your video. Oh, my God. I feel like an ass for interrupting you. I am so sorry. But oh, no, no. That was the first thing I said when I saw it. We, you know, when we got on camera, I was just like, look at your hair. Like, I'm on my way trying to get this, you know, this hair, like, nice. But, yo. Shout out, people, to Kareen my friend and the best thing about it is she actually has some really nice natural hair care products that she makes she makes like rose water serum she also has her own shea butter locking oil and then you know she also has stuff like beard beard oils she has lip balm so i mean we're gonna actually put her you know website down and she does discounts occasionally like her products are so good and my hair is still moisturized and if you're at least in america and you are in the maryland area you can actually book your appointment with her she's from the columbia area of maryland if you're here so i actually did this recipe on tiktok it's on my own personal one which of course we're going to link down as usual but i am going to put the recipe on the let's geek ig for everyone to see and like i've said in the tiktok video and it's going to be on ig i did not invent this recipe at all i saw cardi b do it first but it's not her recipe this recipe is from the dominican republic so i've already given y'all the credit because i already know where it came from so all you do you get 
avocado. It's an avocado hair mask. It's a conditioner. And you put stuff like eggs, mayo, olive oil, banana. I know it sounds a little bit gross and weird, but it's really great for your hair. You put castor oil up in there too. And then you put some hair growth oil. You blend it together, put it in your hair to deep condition, depending on your hair type you know, maybe minimum an hour to, you know, overnight, really depending. And then you just wash it out with cold or warm water. And it leaves your hair feeling like so soft. It smells so good. Your hair will smell just like banana. And, you know, you just do it every two weeks. And if you have any more, you could save it. And it's in the freezer for three months. Like, I really believe that whether you have black hair or not, please look into natural hair care products because some of these products that you would never think to use are so good for your hair and they're literally right in your refrigerator. Like I'm even working on at this moment, which, you know, by the recommendation of my friend, um, Kareen, on how to do like this turmeric scrub for my lips because my lips are getting a little bit darker than usual. So, you know, put it on there to brighten up. I'm telling you, and it is officially three years since I have cut my hair and my hair is back to the length it was before. And it's slightly longer than it was like looking yeah, at my hair that. now. I, three years ago, I would not have been able to do this or stretch my hair out like this. And it still shocks me that this is my own hair. Didn't so, you, you know, um, do a when we were talking about your hair, Oh God, what was this? The early in the year, you know how you and I were yeah. watching Fruits Basket together? <laughs> yeah. And then um, you, oh my gosh, what an experience. Like literally you were the first person to ever say to me, can you like comb out my hair? And I was like, oh, oh. yes. <laughs> so let's speak listeners. I had Yasmin help me twist my hair a little bit. I know somebody's out here like, why are you playing this Latin girl? Why are you playing with her right now? Because I had a friend tell me that today was just like, why you set your friend up? And I'm just like, listen, she gonna learn today. And you didn't do a bad job, Yasmin. It Thank was only you. four I days. So. Dude, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because, uh, yeah, I, that was an experience. Cause I was like, am I, am I doing this too tight? Am I doing this <laughs> not too tight? Cause I remember I kept asking you like, girl, chill. We were right, you're like, basket. does it hurt? It just feels rough when I comb your hair. I'm like, do you yes. see me yelling? Do you see me going out? Calm down, Yasmin. Just, just calm it. I'll tell you. If you hear me go out, <laughs> calm it down. That's when you hurt me. But, but spray really, it with water. <laughs> yes. No. But for real though, I can really say because from X amount of years that I've known you, your hair has gone through so many things. And I remember your hair was short. And then, oh gosh, it's been like a year since maybe like what an inch and a half of your hair mm -hmm. grown. Yep. And I remember you showed me and then now like look at your hair you were like pulling that thing and I was like mm -hmm. look at that and I feel so bad because you were like because of your shrinkage like your hair is like <laughs> yeah shrinkage does know like my friend Mariah is the first person to tell me she was like Catherine your shrinkage doesn't do you any justice and then as I stretch it I'm like that is so true I'm going to be that chick that looks like, you know, she has a short hair, mm. but I'm going to pull it and mm -hmm. it's like all the way up here. And I'm just, you know what? It's okay. At least when I do my blowout, it'll look great. But I'm yes. going to have, but to be honest, you're going to be seeing me do blowouts like twice a year. 
but I love the natural hairstyle I'm doing. I guess the whole thing is love yourself, people. And yeah. if you have children that are, you know, of color or they have curly hair like I do, whether they be black or white, just curly hair in or general. Mixed. Yeah, or mixed hair. Like do everything you can to learn. Like YouTube is here too, but subscribe to us first before you get shady, take our advice, <laughs> then hop on and subscribe to other people. Do us a favor and subscribe and hit the like button before you go do that shit. So I just, like everybody can learn i mean that's how i learned how to do all of, of all this stuff it's very overwhelming when you're first you know don't know Learning. nothing about oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. because people some people won't believe as they're watching this i did not cut my hair for real for real natural until three years ago all my life i've had relaxed hair since I was five years old I don't blame my mom because it was of a different time my mom's natural today so you know it's of a different time and in this generation we loving ourselves more you know so and now we are moving on to our gossip section called let's talk about it where you know we just talk about gossip and whether it be in the news current events and i'm actually gonna start this off and i'm hoping i can make this as short as i can summer walker you know she's an r&b singer i'm not gonna take this away from her she is so talented i love her music it got me through a tough time last year yes you and i don't need to talk about it but yeah. that album yeah. made me cry come through it's my favorite song playing games i know it by lyrics I'm not a fan of her personally, but I am a fan of her music. And the reason why I can't be a fan of her personally is because she's just too way, way problematic. <laughs> and she made, you know, gossip news again just about three weeks ago because, you know, she just had a baby, you know, a few months ago with her manager and fiance London on the track. He's the producer. You, you ever heard that London on the track? He's a producer. You've heard his, you know, Probably. signature and names. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they had a baby and it's a girl. And this is the first time she actually oh. posted her baby. Okay. So you girl. see. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. So Sorry, you I see a picture. Yes. So you see a picture of Summer Walker and she's in like a bra and panties and she got her baby and the baby's face for obvious reasons mm -hmm. is you know blocked with an emoji and the thing about it is she got backlash for that picture because reason why next to that picture she also had a picture of her making her babies like milk so you see milk you see honey hemp seeds and stuff and people are just like hemp seeds honey you putting that in baby's milk? Like, you can't be doing that. Like, what are you feeding your child? And normally I agree, like when it comes to people's kids, you know, mind your business, but this is where I always come in. When right. the, you do something that is in danger to your child, it's everyone's business, in my opinion, after that, when it's something that endangers the child, it's mm -hmm. everyone's business. I just want to clarify that. So these are one of these situations where I'm thinking the fan base is kind of correct on this one because it's just questionable. And on top of that, if you look at the baby, it's a three month old baby. That baby is too small. It looks like it's a newborn still. 
the baby should be thicker. So people are just like, is your baby sick? Look at what you got all around. Is this what you're feeding your baby? Because your baby looks a little bit malnourished. And she got so upset from it that she put out um, a statement on IG saying that everybody's always saying, oh, you just had the baby. I want to see what the baby looks like. And I finally do. And you guys insult my baby and you drive my baby. This is the last time I'm ever going to post my child on the internet. And for the record, from now on, nobody's hugging me. I'm not giving any more autographs and I'm not talking to people at what? concerts. She and literally yes. just went on a whole thing. Because yes, and Yasmin. Uh -huh. This is the thing. She she stopped doing that a while ago. So what what is you talking about? You don't do that anyways. She doesn't. So for her to say, oh, I'm not going to... No, Yasmin, she doesn't do that. And yeah. this is the reason why she doesn't do that. At one point, I was on her side about this. And I can understand from the fan base why it's a thing, too. Summer Walker says she has severe anxiety. I know what that feels like, guys, and you and I both know, and I can admit, I'm medicated for that. I, so I know what severe anxiety feels like. The thing about it is Summer, um, when Summer Walker would do concerts and stuff and meet and greets, she would be so stingy, touching people, hugging people, and fans would just like, why is it that whenever we do meet and greets, you act and weird? And she goes, please don't take it personal. I just don't like people touching me because of anxiety, and it makes me feel uncomfortable. And people are like, okay, understandable, but you know, you still got fans that you got to do something for people want a connection with you and then you get on your ig and you're in panties and you're in the thong and you're in a jacket in the snow walking down the street of wherever you are so people are over here dragging her like for a person that says they got anxiety you out here doing this but you had a problem hugging your fans and i agreed with her for this clapback she said that that's not how anxiety works and i agree with her that's not how it works at all it's about feeling comfortable that's what it's about. But at the same time, there's a point where you need to stop blaming that shit on your anxiety. Because at this point, I don't think anxiety has anything to do with it. And just ending on a final note of something that really bothers me about Summer Walker is what happened last year during the peak of COVID. And I have a best friend that is Asian. And I haven't told her about this, even though she's a big fan of Summer Walker, is that Summer Walker is very xenophobic. She had shared a video during COVID of Asian people, and it was the propaganda video. Yes. Really? And she basically had written something like, ill, this is so nasty, this is so filthy. And it was basically a propaganda video putting Asian people in a negative light about COVID. And the worst thing about it, Yasmin, is that according to people in the comments section, that video was recorded two years prior. Those clips really? in that video had nothing to do with COVID. Yeah, it was a propaganda video. Yeah. So you got fans going, what the hell is wrong with you, Summer? And then you got her Asian fans going, what the hell? What is this? Especially yeah, you who likes to, you know, appropriate anime aesthetics, which I totally agree. You do like to appropriate an like anime aesthetics. You got a lot of nerve to share something like this. And then when they came for her about it, she basically is saying some ignorant stuff like, oh, y'all want to call me? xenophobic i don't care what you people think yes i don't care what you think i it doesn't matter if they're black white blue or purple i still think it's nasty as shit and i said and i wrote what i wrote and it's just like completely sad 
that a person of color would do this to another person of color. And it's one of those things that I called out in the um, first episode of this season. I cannot stand when my own people entertain ignorant ass shit because mm -hmm. if it was switched around and this had been done to us, you would see everybody on TikTok, everybody on YouTube, hell, what we're doing right now, everybody has to put their two cents on it. So why are y'all doing it to some to another group? Yeah. So, you know, I, I believe in a thing called karma and I think eventually her bullshit and her karma is gonna come to you because she's also shared propaganda videos about gay people too. So I'm not even gonna get into that. Y'all can do yeah. more research. I will post the links though at the bottom to show you every single situation that I discuss for you to read and see yourselves. And now moving on to Dara. That's loud. <laughs> Where I find an incredible true story from around the world that actually happened. And this story is from percolately.com. That is percolately.com. And this is actually a website that's affiliated with, you know, George Takei, the actor. Mm -hmm. And the article is called Woman Reported to HR After Intern Sees Her Grabbing Her Husband's Butt in the Parking Garage. What? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say it one more time, people. The title is called Woman Reported to HR After Intern Sees Her Grabbing Her Husband's Butt in the Parking Garage. Yep. Ain't that wild mm -hmm. already with the way that story starts? Mm -hmm. So we're gonna do fake names again. This is, um, you know, the Reddit. This is gonna be another Reddit story, which is the oh, Am I, I the love Asshole? Reddit though. Reddit, yeah, baby, this is baby. One of the, mm. Yeah, this is one of the Am I the Asshole? Like in this situation, you know. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we got Mr. John, who's married to his wife Lisa. Yep, okay. and okay. they both work in a in a firm. They both mm -hmm. work in a firm. They are not in the same departments at all because of the obvious reasons of interest. Most employees at their job know that they're married. All management knows that they're married. <laughs> so the professional way that they address each other at work is partners. So if I were a coworker and I met another coworker and they're just like, hey, this is Michael, my partner, I know automatically, oh, these are two, you know, employees that are married. That's not an issue. It's whatever. So he says that, you know, during, while he's, you know, teaching the interns, doing his business, calling the meetings, he does get affectionate with his wife at work. I mean, sorry, he does get affectionate with his wife. But the thing about it is he and his wife are professional about it. They are never affectionate during work hours. Now, the wife comes home from work and she's extremely upset and he's just like babe what's going on and she goes do you know that i got reported for sexual harassment and he's like for who sexually what? harassed who and she's crying somebody said that i sexually harassed you and he's like excuse me what? and she's like yes I got pulled to the office by manager because somebody reported me saying that I sexually was inappropriate with you. You know, that time when we were in the parking lot and I grabbed your butt and we were joking around, somebody saw that and reported me for that. And he was like, Did they not know me? that they were together? 
Exactly, Yasmin. That's the problem. So of course he, the husband, and also a manager is very upset because I would understand it from his perspective because it's just like, are you kidding me, guys? Yeah. Why would you even pursue this? <laughs> this is my wife. Like, what? And of course, they said the same thing. Like, you know, we understand this is your wife, but by, you know, we have to take this seriously no matter what the situation is, you know, negligence. So he's naturally upset. And he's like, who's the person that reported this? And of course, they said, we can't reveal that. So he's just, you know, huffing and puffing mad. And he feels so bad for his wife. So here he is in his office about to do the meeting and his intern, Yasmin, her name is Jamila. Jamila walks up to Mr. John and goes, hey, Mr. John, how you feeling? How you doing? And he goes, I'm okay. So um, I just want to let you know, has management talked to you yet? And he goes, what you mean? Has management talked to you yet? Well, you know, I went to management and I reported, you know, one of the associates, I saw her grab your butt and, you know, I just didn't think it was appropriate or comfortable. So, you know, I did you a favor and I went to management and I told them what was going on. His oh, intern, Yasmin, keyword, not his employee, Yasmin, his intern did that. And he's upset naturally, like, why would you do this? And he goes, almost everybody in our department knows I'm married to her. To her. So how can you sit there and report my wife for putting, you know, me and her being affectionate, especially when this is not during work hours? Girl, do you know what the intern said? Well, it's understandable, but whether or not that's your wife or not, it's your job and you're not even supposed to be displaying PDA and you're not even following work rules. Yes, yes. You know what it is? It's because she's bitter and old. Uh, sorry, I said bitter and old. <laughs> bitter and lonely. She wants the cookie. That's what it sounds like, that she wants the cookie. That's what so, I was saying. She's bitter and lonely. Yeah. This is what it is. It is. I had a coworker just like her, too. This is bringing back memories. And no, I had the coworker like this intern, but this, like I said, this bring back memories, getting back to the story. So he is so upset. He's like, you know what? I'ma just be cordial with her for now on. He basically told her like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't like what you did. It was very disrespectful to me that you did that without talking to me first. He said, you should have exactly. talked to me first before you did that. And you went behind my back and I'm your boss. This is something you could have laid your concern to first before you went up, you know, up above me, which I totally agree. Mm -hmm. So from that, from then on, he only kept it business. Normally, he and the staff would go for lunch. When she would want to join, no, thank you. Like, you can stay here, do your own thing for lunch. Yeah, oh, can I come with you? No, no, you cannot come with me on my lunch break. No, I don't even want you to I think, with me on a coffee To run. be honest, I think yes, him doing, I'm not going to lie mm -hmm. to you, for him to do that to her, I think it's totally reasonable because you don't know. Let's just say mm -hmm. you're going to lunch. You don't know what she might have misinterpreted and then gotten him in trouble yet again during one of their lunches mm -hmm. with the group. You know what I'm saying? You got to be careful with people like that. You know, especially if they're not going to communicate yeah. to you their concerns. Why do I want you around? Because what? The next thing you're going to do is misinterpreted like my hair or something like that, you know? Oh my gosh. You yes. got to be careful with and people yeah, like and that. And yeah, what happened? what happened after this? ¿Qué pasó? And this is what happened after this, Yasmin. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. <laughs> he basically told her like, hey, I already told you that I want to keep this professional. Like, I don't want to have lunch with you. Like, this is my time. Good. Good. She was so in her feelings, Jasmine. She went back to management and reported that. He doesn't want to eat lunch with me. He avoids me. And the management was like, he's not your boss. Like, your manager is not required to take you on, you know, lunch breaks lunch with his day. other coworkers. First off, a lunch like, day. <laughs> yeah. And even if he were to go get coffee with other coworkers or by himself, if he doesn't want to go with you, he doesn't have to. He don't know you. Like, yeah, that's like me reporting you to our boss because you don't want, like, you don't want to, you know, like, what? I do want to <laughs> mention this, though, because certain company policies, like, managers really can't be close with whoever it is, interns or anybody like that. Like, you should not be getting close because things can happen and then Things you know it happen. was the boss the manager was brought back in and he was very annoyed at this point because he's just like i'm here for real because you're mad i'm not eating lunch with you i'm not you know going with you on a coffee break even though i'm still treating you like an employee and i'm not being disrespectful mm -hmm. with you you still have this issue with me and i'm still mad because you take stuff out of context so they basically had asked him, um, what do you want to do? Do you want her under you in your department or do you want her to leave? The intern basically was trying to plead her case. Like, please don't kick me from his um, department. I really like this department, please. It's just that I just don't feel it's fair that he's going to kick me out over a misunderstanding at the end of the day. This is work. We're not supposed to. And he said, it's listen, I, so after that meeting, when the intern was just going, you know, in her feelings saying, please don't kick me from the department. I want to be in his department. He basically said, I don't want her in my department at all. One, this is so uncomfortable for me, especially after you knew that I'm in a relationship with somebody you didn't talk to me, went behind my back, reported my wife for sexually harassing me. You embarrassed me at my job. And then on top of that, I'm trying to keep it cordial with you and you reported me to management again. This is a problem for me. I don't know what your issue is, but please, I'd rather her be in a department and I also rather her be under a female manager. He actually said that. He said, because personally, I don't feel comfortable around her. So that's what management ended up doing. So the question was, he was like, am I the asshole for this? Because some of my coworkers, you know, are saying like, I totally understand what's going on. But, you know, at the same time, you know, she was trying to help. I get it. But no, maybe you're no, right. It was no, like mixed no. reactions. You know, it's kind of like what you said before. It's like, mm -hmm. we have a tendency to butt in. Mm -hmm. You know, what, like, when I mean butt in, I'm talking about, like, now HR mm -hmm. is, like, looking at him. The bosses are now looking at him because the next thing, what what is he about to do? Like, you got to walk around eggshells to be mm -hmm. around this girl. No, that's not good. That is not good at all. Honestly, no, he's not. Anybody, he said, the only people, and I'm going to be honest, the only people who would actually say, oh, um, oh, I think you might have taken it too far. She was trying to help. That's because you weren't in that situation. You were not in this situation, so you mm -hmm. wouldn't know what that feels like, especially he's in a higher position. You're just an intern. And no, I You don't I even don't. work here. Like, that's what bothers me. You don't me. even work here. <laughs> but, like, I don't, you know, I don't understand that. Like, how, you know, 
first, if any, if there's any red flags, right, or a yellow flag, whatever it is, wouldn't automatically you should already approach the person and be like, are you good? Are you okay? Are you safe? You know, you want to ask your coworkers, hey, I, you know, I just want to talk to you about something. How is the first thing not in your head about having a conversation with the person? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you should not go straight to HR. I do agree with that. Yeah. That's just my two cents. He's not the asshole in this situation. Hell no. No, no, no. no, no. He's not. And I I agree. You gotta protect yourself. I definitely agree with some of the comments, like, reading it, where I was thinking it. One person said, to be honest, if I were you, I would never even allow that intern to be around male employees. Because if she was doing all of this, can you imagine what she could say if you're alone? Like, what you were saying as if you're alone with her and she misinterprets it. So he was like... Next thing you you know, she's gonna put a... And you know what? This is why a lot of... There's certain innocent, uh, you know, managers or whatever it is, bosses, they'll be getting hit with these sexual harassment when there was nothing to be found. Now, I'm not saying that's the case for everybody. Yes. Yeah, but in a case like this, if he was alone, let's just say in the lunch date, and then, I shouldn't say lunch date, that's probably what she wanted. But like, let's just say they went lunch with the whole coworkers, and then she comes along. Imagine if she would have misinterpreted something he might have said, or he touched her hand by accident. Sexual harassment. This guy touched my hand. I feel very uncomfortable. Nope. And I and agree with him. Get get a female manager. And women like that just ruin it for other women in the workplace. Yep. You know, and I just be saying, I say it'd be y'all the type that are the reason why you have people like victims that don't like get taken seriously that's kind of like that chick pokimane or so that's a pokimane move that's her name right oh yeah 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 that, yeah that yeah we don't need to talk about that but it gives me that vibe too but that's my story for dambra that's wild because to me that was a wild story but like yeah. i said they recorded the incident they tossed it out they're just like listen no, we know this is did. Yeah, I would have too. It's like we gotta record it. I gotta protect myself. But dude, I don't even know <laughs> what to say. That's just embarrassing. I understand. And our artist of the week is Drew Infinite featuring Odon. And this is her song Slide. And I really love this song. It is so good. It is amazing. So please comment rate and subscribe to our podcast while you're at it please follow both of them they are so talented have a blessed day hopefully we'll see you guys next time bye bye even in a room full of people i'm
money man Only thing that matter is It's that honey never been To the ones I love They know I ain't never giving up To the ones that cross me Your straight can't be the flush Ain't no wine team But it's a me, yeah No love until I made that dream of big reality I'ma chase the bag, daddy Ain't let no nigga save me Unless it's my time to go Even in a room full of people, I'm alone.